0: a good day so why not make it better we want to welcome you to the love in the fight marriage podcast
1: yeah i couldn't agree more and this is making it better i know it is for us we love connecting with you guys but we're also really excited that you're tuning in well who are we my name
0: is dawn and i'm sitting here with my husband and co-host
1: travis I know many of you guys know
0: we live in Minnesota, but this year we can officially call it Minnesota. We
1: can. Oh it has my.
0: So much snow. It is officially the third snowiest season on record. Ever since they have been keeping records, this is the third. You guys, it is spring right now, and this week we got 12 inches of snow.
1: It's crazy. Just Essentially, what you're saying, Don, is hell froze over. And it spilled into oh Minnesota. My word. And it just won't get warm. It just won't melt the snow. Um, we're complaining. Yeah, we are. But we got reason. We third were, <laughs> cold, or third uh, snowiest, snowiest yep. uh, winter on record. We were
0: just out on a walk, and we should be hearing the birds chirping, and there's snow banks everywhere. Like, it's crazy. Bizarre. The Bizarre. sun was kind of out, so it felt good, but, oh, we just need some warmth to calm the sunshine so the snow... Came out. Well, another exciting thing beyond the third snowiest season, you guys, this is our 140th episode. Oh, love of it. Loving the fight. So, yeah. I don't know if that's a birthday, an anniversary, or whatever it is. It's just how cool. Like, we are having it's, a blast. It's cause
1: for celebration. It is. That's yep. what it is. Yeah. We want to
0: thank you guys for just listening and uh, recommending it to your friends and continuing to download.
1: How yeah. cool is that? I, and I think that's it, Don. Just the fact that um, we get a chance to all connect together to focus on marriage, to focus on life, and then to share those truths with other people. And it's just so much fun. So thank you again, like Don said, for tuning in. So the title of this episode, we named it Cut the Fuse. So in other words, How to Diffuse conflict. In other words, when something is about to blow up, let's say a stick of dynamite, the way you keep it from blowing up is to grab the fuse and you pull it out, you defuse it. So the fire that's burning on the fuse can't get into the explosives and can't destroy things around it. I learned early on that a short fuse is dangerous in life. I was somebody who loved to play with fire. I I,
0: I don't think not loved. I think you still do like to play with fire. I think so. (laughs)
1: That might be why I'm mesmerized by bonfires outside or fires in our fireplace. But man, I love to play with fire, gasoline, but I also love to play with fireworks. I remember when I first, my dad introduced me and my brother and my sister to to fireworks and firecrackers. I remember just grabbing a match or grabbing a a lighter and lighting the fuse and As I was lighting the fuse, I remember I would grab a match or I'd grab a lighter and I'd go to light the fuse and my breath would shorten. I would be trembling with excitement. My heart would feel like it was about ready to rip out of my chest. I was so excited. And then I would light it and I would just watch that fuse as it would go slowly into the the firecracker or the firework, obviously from a safe distance. And then it would explode. I don't know why I just... Thought it was really cool. Well, one day I had a super bad idea. I decided to uh, light a, a firecracker in a car. We were all sitting in a car together. Do you remember this? Yes, Tom? I do. We were up north <laughs> we in were northern just Minnesota. We beginning to
0: date, so uh, we were young.
1: I didn't impress you, obviously. <laughs> That's what you're trying to say. No, no, we were young. <laughs> this is one of my really stupid moves. But I had a firecracker and I went to light it in the car. The only problem was it was a firecracker that we had lit before, and it never went off. Like half the fuse had had burnt, and then it just kind of was a dud fuse. It didn't burn all the way into the explosive. And so I threw it in my pocket. I wanted to save it. I didn't want to waste it. I thought, why waste a perfectly good firecracker? Well, then I'm sitting in the car. I've got my lighter and remembered that there was a firecracker in my pocket. I pulled it out and I thought, oh, it'd be fun to light this firecracker and throw it out the window while we're all in the car together. And you guys would you know, hear a really big explosion and go like, wow, what just happened? Well, then I went to go light it. No one was looking and I went to go throw it out the window when suddenly it went off in my fingers it, it exploded it, was, it was still partly yeah. in the car so it it wasn't what i intended i intended to get it out the window instead i think everybody's ears were ringing i think everybody horrible. almost had a heart attack <laughs> yeah, and yeah. died and my fingers were throbbing because this firecracker that probably wasn't very legal blew up in yeah. my hand and i learned at that moment that it's so important to not have a short fuse that was a short fuse And it didn't give me much time, and wham, it went off, and that was painful.
0: (laughs) You're actually really lucky that it didn't blow the tip of your finger off, because if you look now, 4th of July, every year, people blow off tips of their fingers, and a lot of injuries happen, but for some reason that didn't happen. It was a small enough firecracker, but man, did that scare us.
1: I was making my guardian angel work overtime because it was also by (laughs) my face. If it had been a little closer to my eye, it could have blown out an eye.
0: So I know Travis was just giving an example of an actual short fuse that is connected to a firecracker, but I think we all know those people that may have... A short fuse. I think right now when I said that, someone probably came to your mind. I remember one time in particular, Travis, and there's a couple that we know that we spent quite a bit of time with, and the husband had the shortest fuse when it came to, to driving or politics or... Anything, honestly, if his (laughs) wife did something wrong, he was sure to say something. He just had a really short views. Well, this happened around us when we, you know, we were either at work, we were at church, we were in the car with them, we were in their home. And it was just awkward. But the crazy thing is that I think this was so normal to this couple that the husband have a short fuse, they would get in this argument, and then it would end, and then they would go on like nothing happened. Right. And we would sit there. I remember the one time <laughs> in their back seat of their car and we're like Oh my word! That was just really awkward. They're having it, it was, out in the yeah. front seat, and then it was completely normal. And I'm like, and we were young, so we're like, is that normal? Should should we be acting that way? But man, he just had the shortest oh man, fuse. the
1: shortest fuse, and so awkward. Those moments obviously were causing damage in their marriage it was, and their yeah. communication. Uh, but they were also really just awful for us. They were, yes. I mean, we were like, what is going on? But it's just like that, uh, you know, firecracker blowing up in the car when we were in the back seat and they're blowing up in the front seat. It, it's like our ears were ringing. Like right. we were like, what is happening? And it just was not a good thing. It
0: wasn't a pleasant thing to be around. After a while, we kind of didn't want to hang out with them because it was just really awkward and later on in life and as we've hopefully gotten wiser, we just know that that's not a healthy marriage. The way that they responded to little things, and they would just blow up, and it just wasn't healthy. That's not how we should respond to conflict.
1: Yeah, and again, to be clear, we're not trying to you know put them on trial and convict them. Um, we're just trying to give a, a normal, real life example. But there, we've had those moments ourselves. Yes, and so yeah. you know, as we've seen that, and it, it was felt awkward. I've made you feel awkward at times, Don, by having a short fuse. And there's been times, all of a sudden, I get t boned, and I'm like. Whoa, like, did you not have a good night's sleep? Like, what is going on? So how do you respond to conflict? Like, what is the phrase? What are those things that pop into your mind that you say or you do when, you know, your spouse has a short fuse? Or maybe you feel it bubbling up inside of you and you feel like you're about to explode. Well, you've heard the phrase, you're a ticking time bomb. You know, maybe you've heard someone say that about someone else because you could tell everyone in the room could tell that that person just had a lot of anger and frustration, and they're ready to take it out on somebody else. Or maybe someone said that about you. Maybe it was your spouse that said that about you. So here's a good question to ponder. How can you prove others wrong? And maintain control of yourself and your emotions. How can you ensure that you don't have a short fuse and really be that person that just says, you know what? No, I'm not going to explode. I'm not going to blow up. I'm going to make sure that I diffuse the conflict. I pull the fuse out and don't allow it to explode any further.
0: I think when you ask that question, the first thing that comes to my mind is what it says in the Bible. In Matthew 5, 9, it says, blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. So right there, blessed are the peacemakers. Like, that is a good thing. We want to be blessed, but what are you blessed for? Being a peacemaker.
1: Yeah, this is such... A cool passage of scripture. Such a, a great line that Jesus shares that is filled with wisdom. That word blessed here. Like, man, you are in a good place in life if you are blessed, especially the way that Jesus is describing because the Greek word there. And, and I know a lot of people know this, but it's so fun to think about it. It's the word Makarios. And it really means that you're happy. You're filled with joy. And that's really how we feel when we realize that we have a blessed life. So, He's saying these peacemakers are going to be blessed, but it says that they're going to be called the children of God. And that also means that you're going to have a great reputation. People aren't going to look at you and think that you're to the devil. They're aren't not going it, to look at you yeah, and run the other way. A
0: time bomb. Like, that's not the greatest reputation no, they have.
1: And they're not going to think that. Instead, they're going to want to walk up to you and engage you, shake your hand, give you a hug. Um, they're going to want to spend time with you. Why? Because you will be called the children of God. That's a great great reputation. But when you think of a child, I think of our own son, Alex, our own daughter, Samantha. I mean, what does it mean to be a child of anyone? Well, it means that they understand that who their parent is. They understand what family they came from. And so Jesus is saying, when you're a peacemaker, you're going to be blessed. You're going to have this great reputation. But also, You are literally going to be a child of God. In other words, you're going to know it and you're going to walk in the confidence of my dad is my heavenly father and he is there for me and he is blessing me. And I don't have to prove anything to anybody else because I know he understands what I'm feeling right now.
0: I love that this verse, it's so simple and so true. But if we are real, like, let's just be real. Peace can actually be hard. At times, especially with the ones that we are closest to, and that's our spouses or our family members. That's when it's really hard to be a peacemaker. So there is times that I know and you know that our fuse may be short. For example, when we just feel misunderstood. So Travis, there's times when you may paraphrase something that I said, or you (laughs) have the details come out, and I'm like, wait, no, that wasn't exact. I like it to be exact. If you're gonna paraphrase something, that make sure that's right. You said yes, and so it, I, I can feel this fuse on the inside kind of get shorter. And I have to quickly clarify the truth of my of the situation. And You weren't trying to be dishonest, but I'm like, oh, no, 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 let's paraphrase it the right way. And so there's a, a short fuse that comes. Or maybe there's times when I think, or you think that we're being ignored. If I have to repeat myself one, two, three, four times, I, my sh- my fuse definitely gets shorter because I feel like maybe you're ignoring me or you're not listening well and I can tend to get frustrated quicker than normal because I'm just repeating myself. So that's just honesty with you guys, ways that my fuse tend to get shorter.
1: Hey, I would agree with that, Don. I think that when sometimes you're feeling ignored, what we're really saying or thinking is they didn't listen to me. Right. Yeah. Um, and if they didn't listen to me, they must be thinking about something else or listening to something else because why didn't they? They hear me correctly, I know sometimes that I really struggle and have a short fuse is when I feel like somebody is treating me rudely, whether it's at work or at home or even in the grocery store. But Don, in our relationship, if I misunderstand you and feel like you're being rude, then I will react to that. And suddenly that fuse inside of me, the the really long fuse gets really short and it's not so good. I have to be
0: honest. Yeah. There's times that I probably replied to you sarcastically and not in the greatest way, especially when my fuse is short and your fuse is short, then that's not a good combination (laughs) at all. It's (laughs) not good at
1: all. That's terrible. You know, another time when my fuse can be short is when I haven't been getting enough sleep or I haven't had food to eat. And And I I have
0: to admit, yes, the food one for you. Yeah,
1: and we've talked about that (laughs) a hundred other times, I'm sure, on our podcast. But here's the thing. It's just true. Like, I start to lose my mind when I haven't had enough food uh, or I think it's going to be five hours on my next meal, or maybe I just haven't gotten enough sleep. And so...
0: And for me, it's stress. If, man, if work's been hard or I'm in a stressful season my fuse is definitely shorter because I'm thinking about other things and there's just that stress that's bubbling up and I don't want it to be that way, but the stress is just making a shorter fuse.
1: Yeah. And I think another one that's pretty common with a lot of couples, but certainly it bubbles up in both of us is the internal scorecard of, hey, I did all this but you don't seem to be doing very much on your end. And that lack of fairness in a relationship, it's almost like that last piece of dessert that you have to cut in half and share with somebody else. But suddenly you realize they're getting the bigger portion of the last piece of dessert. And it's like, wait, I, you know, I cleaned and I, you know, went and grocery shopped and, and then I've, you know, worked this 80 hour week at work and, and I went out and bought you flowers or whatever it is. What have you done? And we have this internal scorecard. And I think that's when the fuse gets short we
0: do yep I agree and it's funny because me and you are both coffee drinkers and so we prepare our coffee at night we grind the beans we get it all ready and then in the morning we can brew up fresh coffee well if I've done it like four or five days in a row after like the fifth day I'm like huh Man, I've made the coffee the last five days. (laughs) I think it's your turn to make the coffee. When is he gonna make the coffee? (laughs) And even though I love making coffee, it's not even hard to do. I'm kind of like I look at that scorecard. I'm like, wait, this isn't fair. (laughs) And so I can. There's this irritation that kind of comes up naturally. It's just crazy.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes. And so we need to confront that. We need to be thinking about that. What can we do? And here's why. When we blow up, you know, when we allow that fuse to get really short and then it's lit and then it kind of um, blows up inside of us. And when we do that and we lose control of our emotions and we let anger spill out everywhere... Here's what happens. We end up saying things that we regret. And then we also understand that we personally have lost control of ourselves. And that's not a great place to be. You know, when you know that you have now become a uh, really uncivil person and you're no longer a mature, <laughs> you know, balanced adult and then of course the other part is we've damaged our relationship one right. more time we've all done that we've all damaged our relationships from the day that we said I do we've messed up we've we've you know slipped and fallen and and you know made mistakes but I, I think it's something that we don't want to be repeating we want to make sure right. that we're cutting the fuse and defusing the conflict
0: I know I get really bummed out at myself when we are in conflict and my fuse gets a little bit shorter And I either snap and say something that I regret later on, or I get angry or my voice raises. I honestly, later on, I just, I get so disappointed that I got to that point. Like, how did I get to that point? I want to stay in control of my emotions. That's my goal. I don't want to say hurtful things, but every once in a while that happens. And I just, again, I just get so disappointed in myself because I don't want to damage our relationship, but then there's days where it's
1: just hard. It is. It is. And it's because we're human. It's because we have a finite amount of energy. We can only give out so much. Uh, you know, we just, we're just uh, human yeah. and we make mistakes, but we want to become more like Jesus. And we definitely want to live by Jesus's words. Blessed are the peacemakers for they will be called children yeah. of God. That's so powerful.
0: So we always try to do our best to give you guys practical applications. So what are some things that we can do to help this conflict or to help it? So our fuse doesn't get short.
1: Yeah. And so I came across this video of uh, this particular person he's a trial attorney and his name is Jefferson Fisher and i think that kind of caught me the fact that he's a trial attorney like this guy argues with people uh, for part of his his uh, you know career his Livelihood. And so he knows how to communicate with people. He knows how to win arguments and he knows when he loses arguments. So the reason why he made the video is because he personally likes to help teach people how to defuse conflict, how to have healthy communication that really, uh, you know, de escalates things. And so here's what he said when you're, you know, in the middle of conflict and everybody's fuses are really, really short and there's about to be an explosion. And here's what he says. He says, number one thing you want to do, always start with what you agree with and the conflict. What you're trying to do is build this peaceful bridge that Jesus well, talks that about, yep. peacemakers. And so, Don, if you and I are in conflict, I need to kind of back up and go, well, hold on a second, Don. I actually agree with this point that you said. And what that does is it it starts to re-knit our hearts together. It starts to kind of tie a little bit more fuse that's not burning onto the fuse, you know, the firecracker. Uh, but it it really kind of brings us together. And one way you can do that, sometimes he says you don't have something specific that you can say. So you kind of just back up and you say in a macro sense, I agree that this subject is worth discussing. Mm, so maybe good. you can't yep. point out the specific thing, but you could say, hey, this this makes sense that we should be talking about this. I agree with you. Thank you for bringing it up. So when you agree with somebody that you're in conflict with, it starts to like put the fuse out. It
0: does. And it puts you actually on the same page with that one thing. So you're like, okay, we are a team. We can see... That this is one thing that we are agreeing with.
1: Yeah. And then the second thing he suggests is after listening to the person, of course, being a great listener, he says, say something like this, say... I have learned that this topic is really important to you. So what you're really saying is that you, you're you telling the person verbally, I've listened to you. I've learned some things from you. You're complimenting them. And then you're saying, you're validating them and their value as a person by saying, this is really important to you. And so it's kind of like telling somebody that, hey, I see you. I see you. You exist. You have a point. I'm not going to just ignore you. Remember earlier we talked about how it it, it kind of shortens the fuse when we feel ignored or unlistened to. And so that's really what he's saying is is just say, hey, I have learned that this topic is really important to you. And then the last thing that he he says is in conflict, and maybe this is towards the end of the conflict, but he says, say something like this. That was helpful. Thank you. That was helpful. Thank you for sharing that. So it makes it feel like you didn't
0: waste time. It was actually a beneficial conversation. It was helpful to your marriage to work through that
1: conflict. It was. And that you were grateful that they shared. And you were grateful for the interaction. And again, you're continuing to really snuff out the the flame or that de
0: escalate it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You're defusing uh, the situation, the conflict. And I really liked as I listened to his video and I heard him again, you know, trial attorney Jefferson Fisher, as he said this and he talked about, you know, really having the right communication and conflict. I thought, wow. Those are three really good tips. We need to pass those on to you guys. So we want to encourage you, take this great advice, certainly put Jesus' advice way above all that, and, and really just work on changing yourself and asking God to change you as well.
0: I appreciate that advice that Jefferson Fisher is giving us, and very practical advice. Let me give you a piece of advice before we go Don't do what Travis did at the beginning of this podcast when he lit a firecracker in a car. Like, I don't recommend that in any way. That's actually really dangerous. Oh, it's
1: terrible. (laughs) Bad idea. Uh, You probably shouldn't even be playing with fireworks because our firecrackers, generally, they're illegal. So what was I doing? And maybe
0: also don't be that couple that has short fuses and doesn't mind exploding in front of other people. That's just awkward for everyone around. So anyways, thank you for listening to this episode of the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. Remember, guys, you can do it. You got this. Keep loving the fight. We'll see you next time.